Pushkin. Small business owners, this one's for you. Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Learn more at chase.com slash business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank N.A. member FDIC. Copyright 2024, J.P. Morgan Chase & Company. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Jeff Maish, and I wrote Undercover Lovers for my Substack, and it's the story of the week. A lot of people claim they were bad at dating, but I have proof. I made it to the seventh and final round of tryouts for the real world London. It came down to me and this writer named Jay Frank for the role of nerd. I lost out to Jay. Years later, I called the producer, Jonathan Murray, and asked him why he turned me down. He had no trouble remembering. He said, we weren't sure what was going on with your dating life. It seemed pretty dormant. I wish I could say he was wrong. But actually, my coworker at Time Out New York once wrote an article about taking me out to hit on women. He said, quote, Joel's attempts to strike up conversation with various barroom honeys had a droopy, forlorn quality that was as hopeless as it was hopeful. But it's the sort of reverse charisma that, if worked on, could one day make him the most virile man at his Torah readings. This week's story is about someone who, unlike me, really knew how to get a date. Writing is hard. Who's got that kind of time when you're already busy trying to be Joe Stein? So he turns on a mic, maybe twiddles a knob, calls a journalist friend who's got an actual job. Auditory, single story, just listen to smart people speak. Conversation filled with information is the story of the Successful dating, like any other kind of sales, requires confidence, persistence. The guy Jeff Mace wrote about had these qualities more than any person I've ever met who isn't currently running for president. 
Okay, the story is about a woman whose name I'm going to mess up because she's from Louisiana, and I don't understand how names work down there. It's Donna Metrejean. That'll do. Metrejean. Oh, I was really close. Yeah. Okay, tell me a little bit about her. Donna had this great life as a, a substitute teacher, and then the, the pandemic hit, and she, yeah. she ended up becoming a, a cleaner, you know, scrubbing office buildings yeah. in Louisiana. And it was just life got to be a little bit depressing for her. She felt like her life was just spiraling out of control. And uh, like, how old is she? What's her life like at home? She's early 50s. She's in an unhappy marriage, but doesn't really know how to get out of it. She's got um, a bunch of grown kids. So she's lonely. She's just putzing around on Facebook, Mm -hmm. friending people from, you know, earlier chapters in her life. Robert Golden was like an old flame. They met in 2006 and there was maybe a little bit of chemistry there, but Donna had a partner at the time and it just, it never got off the ground. He said it was love at first sight. She stepped out of this truck and he laid eyes on her and thought, this is it. This is my future wife. And he, he actually proposed. The first thing he said to her was, will you marry me? That's the first thing he said to her? That's his opening line. What are the odds on that as an opening line? Like, I would never have tried that. I've never tried it. It's very Ross Geller. It's very uh, desperate. <laughs> she said no. Of course she said no. I'm surprised she still friended him on Facebook after that. Well, he was a bit of a catch. He was a a younger guy and he was a a certified tree climber. Don't call him a lumberjack. They're very different professions. Oh, okay. I would 100% rather be called a lumberjack than a certified tree climber. I get the sense that tree climbers look down on lumberjacks. I don't know. Oh, not me. So he's a badass, right? He said he'd served in this very elite regiment of the army. Oh. He'd fought in Somalia. Okay. Does he look like a military guy? He's a shortish guy with red hair. Back then, he was kind of jacked, you know, all those climbing trees. Yeah. He described himself as a dish. Oh, that's a bold statement. And what does she look like? Donna is early 50s, loves to dye her hair crazy colors just to get some excitement in her life. She's bored at home. So one day the hair is pink, the next it's blue. Okay. So she's unhappy. She looks... Robert up on Facebook. And then uh, how how hot and heavy does it get? It it accelerates very fast. Okay. They start flirting. Donna tells Robert that she's deeply unhappy. And he says, you know, you should come and meet me. I've moved to Portland, Oregon, and I've got this exciting new job. Just come and stay with me for a while. Just get, get away from your life and I'll look after you for a little bit. This is quite the come on. Does she consider it? She gets in the car. Oh, wow. That's a long drive, too. In the middle of the pandemic. In the middle of the pandemic, she gets her dog, fills the car up, suitcases, leaves. Oh, my God. That's a commitment. And then tell me about the scene when they first meet. What's it like? They arrange to meet in a truck stop in a small place called Troutdale. It doesn't sound very glamorous. It doesn't. And they meet in the parking lot for the first time in something like 17 years. And they somehow fall into this kiss, a kind of clumsy kiss. And Robert says, this is it. This is the woman that I've been waiting for all this time. They drive straight back to his apartment in Portland. It's just near the art museum. And she moves in. It's it's a 
pretty nice apartment in a nice neighborhood? It's not. Oh. It's the worst apartment <laughs> in the worst neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> and what's Robert's life like? Well, Robert's life had just changed. He just got this brand new job that he was really excited about. So he was feeling really positive about life. What's the job? He said he was working for the Justice Department. He'd got a job oh. working for the DEA. Oh, what's he doing for the DEA? Portland is in this massive war on drugs. You know, there's a major problem with with fentanyl. So Robert said that his job was to was to fight the the war on drugs. And what's Donna's reaction to finding out that her new boyfriend has a dangerous job? Donna loves it. Oh. She has been obsessed with cop shows since she was a kid. She used to watch endless hours of Columbo and Kojak with her dad. She even dreamed of joining the force herself. So how did Robert get this job with the DEA? Well, he told Donna that he'd previously worked as a CI, a confidential informant for the DEA, that he's kind of like a, a civilian informant working unofficially for the DEA. Oh, like a rat. He's a narc. A narc, yeah. And then he, he moved up the narc chain. Does that happen? People move up the narc chain and get actual jobs at the DEA? It's not the traditional uh, route. <laughs> but does he still get like the cool DEA outfit and the car from the DEA? He had a very fancy silver Dodge Charger. Like the, the modern cop car. You know when you see an undercover cop and the, the lights go on in the grill? Yes. If that's a Dodge Charger. Does he have the cool lights in the grill? He does. He flicks a button and the, the red and blue lights <sighs> light up. Why is that so cool? Even when he's driving the car around Portland without the lights on, the car screams, agent of the law. Is he working undercover? You wouldn't want that car if you were working as an undercover DEA guy. Well, Robert seemed to divide his time between undercover work and uh, uniformed work. Okay. When he's undercover, does he have cool disguises? He's a master of disguise. Oh, nice. He becomes a street person. Oh. So he can basically become like a hobo and just blend in among the street people of Portland. Can you speak like the lingo? Oh, yeah. He knows all oh, the yeah. language and he knows how to ask for drugs. So on, on the streets of Portland, everything's got a nickname. So uh, PT is amphetamine. What are the other cool uh, lingo I should know if I'm ever in Portland? Give me some snowflake. What's snowflake? Snowflake's cocaine. Of course. Sorry, I can guess these. You'd be lost on the streets of Portland. I've been to Portland many times, and this has never come up. I've, I've had to know the difference between a cortado and a latte, for sure. That was important. But this, <laughs> okay. the difference between PT and, uh, and snowflake has not come up. He knew the difference. <laughs> and while he's doing all this, Donna has no friends. She's just moved there. What's she doing all day? So Donna gets wrapped up in his world. He's got this exciting new job and he starts to share a little bit about his life. He starts talking about how exciting it is, this new job, how cool it is. And he wants to involve Donna in it. So he starts taking her on ride-alongs oh. in the Charger. Oh my God, that, that must be scary. It was scary. Um, they would record on his dash cam various meetings between drug dealers. It was, it was pretty hairy. Yeah. And so she's becoming like a fake cop. So Donna had self-esteem issues. She said that she 
all this time she's in this unhappy marriage, she's felt like she lost her self-esteem. So suddenly Robert giving her this unofficial training gives her her self-esteem yeah. back. Like he teaches her how to fire a gun oh. and he shows her how to, you know, lean out the car window and shoot at targets. They're shooting Red Bull cans. So it's this is really exciting stuff for Donna, who remembers only just finished cleaning office buildings. Is she any good at this? She gets really good. Soon she can split two Red Bull cans with a single bullet. She becomes what? this ace shot. That's amazing. Is she considering trying to become a cop? She, she is considering becoming a cop. Robert talks her into it. He recommends that she go the regular route and get a college degree. Mm. And so she starts studying. She, she rolls up into an online course to study criminal science, work towards her degree. And he said he'd help her get an, a, a job at the DEA. Does he ever arrest anyone while they're together on these ride-alongs? One night they're driving through downtown Portland and it all kicks off. People are running into the street. There's a woman screaming that she's being attacked by a guy. And, you know, this isn't Robert's jurisdiction. He's DEA. This is a Portland cop thing. But he and Donna jump out the car, weapons drawn. They make the arrest. They grab this guy that's threatening a woman in the street, throw the handcuffs on him, throw him in the back of the the car and uh, defuse the situation. They basically save the day. Donna is experiencing real police action for the first time. Whoa, but he's a DEA agent. What does he do with the guy? Does he just bring him to the actual cops? Well, they're driving through Portland and he's explaining to Donna, this is too much paperwork. I shouldn't be getting involved with this. You know, I should be focusing on fentanyl. So they drove the suspect down to the police department And Robert took the handcuffs off him, kicked him out into the street, and they both drove off into the night. Oh my, is she panicked? Just hearing about it freaks me out. This is her dream. This is like she's in an episode of Kojak. She's the boss. They're having a great time. And she's also now fallen deeply in love with Robert, who is the coolest guy on earth. Oh my God, 100% they had sex that night. Totally. Maybe that minute. In the Charger, of course. What am I thinking? Okay. So how does their relationship progress? Things get really serious. And Robert announces that he's got a surprise for Donna. He's flown in her children from Louisiana to see their new life together in Portland. Um, Donna's thrilled. He picks them up at Portland Airport flicks on the red and blue lights, of course, to cut through the traffic. They drive to a a deserted beach and they drive the police vehicle onto the onto the sand and all of them get out of the car. It's very cold. Some of the kids are wearing DEA sweatshirts to keep warm. And Robert starts making a speech. He starts saying things like, I've loved Donna since the first time I met her and finally uh you know, 17 and a half years later, we get to be together. In fact, he says, I want her to be my partner forever. And he pulls out a DEA badge and he presents it to Donna and he explains that he's done it. He's got her a job at the DEA and they will be partners forever. And also he asks her, 
Will you be my wife? That's a solid proposal. Yeah. When we come back, we'll find out some things about Robert that we didn't know. And so will Donna. As listeners to this show, you probably consider yourself pretty smart. But how smart is your wallet? When you're looking to upgrade your wallet, it's time to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds has the financial smarts to help you find the right financial products for you. Before NerdWallet, you might have paid for vacations with whatever was in your wallet. But you could have been missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. Now you can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. This is your chance to reignite some old musical passions or pick up an instrument for the first time. Connect with more than 100 of the world's best teachers and musicians. You'll get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 a month, less than a single private lesson. I mean, why do we do Broken Record? Not just because we love hearing from great musicians. We do it because we think that there is something beautiful about the appreciation of music. Don't you think we need more of that in our lives these days? That's the mission of Musora, to inspire, educate, and connect musicians. Enjoy unlimited personal support, weekly live streams, student lesson plans. It's like having a personal music teacher only much, much better. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com to start a new musical journey today. Okay, so Donna is engaged. She's lived with Robert for a year. Uh, what's happening? One morning, she has this terrible feeling in her stomach that something's not right. And she wanders downstairs. And there's a Portland police officer standing there. And she says he's pointing a gun at Robert. And Robert is under arrest for impersonating a police officer. Oh, boy. How does he get caught? A Portland police officer was just cruising around, and he notices a charger outside a dodgy apartment with a DEA bulletproof jacket and guns in the trunk. And uh, so the cop thinks something's going on here. There's probably a, a raid or something. And he asks Robert to produce ID, and the ID is fake. And he can tell right away. 
the cop knows that it's not right. Uh, is, is his other stuff fake too? He bought everything online. Everything's fake. He got it on Amazon. So Donna sees this and what is she thinking? She thinks it's one of these mix-ups, like on the TV shows, like on Kojak. She knows the the bitter relationship between the feds and the local <laughs> cops. Uh, That's right. Yeah. You know, there's always that conflict and she thinks there's been some kind of terrible mistake. So she gets out her DEA ID and tries oh, no. to sort the problem out. Do they arrest her too? Everyone's under arrest. The real DEA turns up and says, we don't have anyone on our books called Robert Golden or Donna Metrogene. You're all coming downtown. Uh, That's what Kojak would say. Right? (laughs) Yeah, that's a lingo. (laughs) Okay, so, so who is Robert Golden if he's not a DEA agent? Robert Golden had uh, some trouble with the police before. He'd been arrested for possession of a small amount of narcotics. He'd he'd been in prison. And he decided to move to Portland to get involved in the legal marijuana industry, but quickly ran out of money. And he ended up sleeping rough on the streets. Uh, He was sleeping in a a flatbed truck and in a tent, working at Burger King. life got pretty tough. And then of course, uh, it got even worse when he started using street drugs and he hit his rock bottom and ended up in, uh, like a volunteer center, uh, for people experiencing homelessness. And he has this epiphany and he's like, "I, I need to, I need to start over. And so he built his life back up by the bootstraps. That seems impossible. Wow. First he was in a tent, then he saved up, he was working odd jobs and he managed to buy a car and he was sleeping in the car. Then he saved up more money and he got an apartment and eventually he'd made it. He got his own apartment and a job in an Amazon warehouse and he was back on the straight and narrow. Everything was looking great. God, that's so impressive and so hard if you think about it, like to just get a life back together after being homeless and on drugs. It sounds impossible. It's incredible. It's an incredible yeah. story. And then of course the pandemic hit. Oh no. Then he lost his Amazon job because of the pandemic. Yeah. They, they, they sacked him at the Amazon warehouse and there was no money and he couldn't pay the rent. He was down to his last few dollars when all of a sudden he got this massive COVID uh, check from the government. Oh, like the one that like Tom Brady and Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, George Santos got. Is that the one? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Robert got nine grand in a check okay. all at once. Apparently it was backlogged and he ended up getting this lump sum. And that was the exact moment that Donna reached out to him on Facebook. And he found himself bragging about his new job. As soon as she Facebook messaged him, he came up with this this idea of saying he was a DEA agent? I think it was something he typed in the moment to impress Donna. Of course, just like you're at a bar and you make up something when you're hitting on a woman. He came up with DEA agent. Exactly. Because he knew. He knew that she loved cops. She loved cop TV. Oh, right. Of course. And he's got all this money. So he starts buying bulletproof jackets and he buys a secondhand charger and installs red and blue lights that you can somehow buy on Amazon. Weird. Okay. But now it's all 
come tumbling down and he's facing some pretty serious charges, I imagine. A, a whole bunch of charges, mm. uh, impersonating a police officer. I think at one point they were looking at a $250,000 fine prison time. It's a pretty serious charge. Oh, man. And meanwhile, Donna's head must be spinning when she's being arrested in question, too. She said she felt like she was in a movie because she was interrogated in this room at the DEA by two agents that she described as good cop, bad cop. Oh, she only can see things through this one prism of like law and order, huh? Oh, man. (laughs) And she slowly figures it out that Robert is not in the DEA, that he's been faking it all along. And what's more, she's been running around town with a badge and a gun with absolutely no, (laughs) nothing to back it up. That's so dangerous. If you think about an actual DEA agent's life, super dangerous. But if you're a fake DEA agent arresting people and there's no possibility of backup and you don't really have the training, that's a suicide mission. Exactly. Oh, my God. Does she look back and now that she's rewriting the story with this new information, have suspicions and realize she should have noticed some things? Donna definitely had her suspicions and... She went snooping around the apartment one day and she discovered in a drawer his pay stubs from the Justice Department, from the DEA. And it kind of killed any of the suspicions that she had. She could see that he was drawing a handsome salary. So all her doubts just evaporated. She told me she felt love blind, you know, when it's you're too close to it to see it. That's impressive. To like print out pretty convincing DEA pay stubs. I think you can get almost anything online. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so so what are the consequences? Does Robert go away for a long time? Uh, Robert is not in jail for long. They let him out the next day. He does a night oh. in jail and, and they say, you can go, but there's there's a bunch of pre-trial um, things that you have to do. Uh, you have to take a mental health evaluation. You have to get a proper job, a real one. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to take a drugs test. Oh, is Robert on drugs during all of this? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, so when he goes out at night to pretend to be a drug addict, he's actually on the streets being a drug addict. He's method acting. He's putting the meth in method acting. Correct. (laughs) Oh, and she doesn't notice that he's coming back all methed up? She notices that he's very committed to his video games. He will sit up all night and play them. Remember, he's not injecting drugs or right. smoking them. He's just taking a pill in the bathroom, but he stays up all night playing these games. And uh, does she spend time in jail? She is released straight away without charge. So does Donna just move right on back to Louisiana? No, she doesn't. Of course not. Well, look, she wants answers. She's got a lot of questions and she needs yeah. some answers, right? So he comes home from jail and He gets upstairs and Donna wants the truth, the whole truth. (laughs) Nothing but. So does he come clean? Does he tell her the whole story? Completely. It takes about three days. He tells her everything. (laughs) Getting clean, working his way up from a tent to an apartment. That is what really impresses her. She hears this story for the first time and she's blown away. She's like, well, wow, this 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 is more impressive than all that cop stuff. All she sees is a man who has gone to incredible lengths to impress her. 
like no other man has done before. He treats her like a queen at home. He, he really loves her and she is his world. They're having this chat and she's fiddling around with some pretzels, you know, nervously mm-hmm. breaking them into pieces as he's telling his story. And she realizes as he's talking that this is actually the man that she really wants to be with, the real Robert. And she arranges the pretzels into tiny letters and the letters spell out, will you marry me? What? (laughs) She's just found out that he's been lying to her for a year. She's got some pretzels in her hand and she proposes to him. Is that more romantic than the beach proposal? For me, it is. And what does he say once he reads the pretzels? He says, yes. Are they married now? Are they still together? They are still together and they got married. And what do they do for work? She's still studying for her criminal science degree. Okay. Um, But for the moment, they're working in a delivery app warehouse together. He moves the packages around the warehouse. She's a delivery driver. But they get to work together all day, every day, just like when they were cops. And they seem pretty happy? They are very, very happy. Mr. and Mrs. Donna Golden. Wait, is he still awaiting sentencing or has he done his time? He was sentenced to time served. I think he served less than a month in the end. And he was uh, ordered to undergo drug treatment, which he did uh, and has been clean and sober for 90 days and was basically let go. Is this a thing that people do, like impersonating the DEA? Yeah, it's huge. So it's it's called Stolen Valor. It's very popular. Oh. If you look on, on YouTube, there is a whole movement. People like to call out people who uh, pretend to be soldiers, war heroes, cops. I spoke to an expert psychologist, and he said that it's all to do with the news. So when people see heroic Navy SEALs on television talking about the capture of Osama bin Laden. Google search results for imposter Navy SEAL go through the roof. Okay. At the end of your story, Robert shows you something that that blew me away. What, What does he show you up there? So he drops me off at the hotel and we say our goodbyes. And just before he leaves, he pulls me aside and he takes out his wallet and he flips it open and he shows me his ID and it's a picture of him and it says DEA. Oh, so he's full on crazy. Maybe. What if? No, I like that you believe. I'm just saying, what if? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jeff Mace, you wrote Undercover Lovers for Substack. And it's definitely the story of the week. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. The craziest part of this entire story is that Donna and Robert wanted to work together. Working with your spouse is a horrible idea. The entire reason offices were created in the first place was to keep marriages intact. Let me warn all you young people right now with your work at home dreams. Everyone who's working from home is not having sex. 
At the end of the show, what's next for Joel Stein? Maybe he'll take a nap or poke around online. Our show is produced by Joey Fishground, Mo Laborde, and Nisha Venkut. It was edited by Lydia Jean Cobb. Our engineer is Amanda K. Wang, and our executive producer is Catherine Girardot. Our theme song was produced by Jonathan Colton. A special thanks to my voice coach, Vicki Merrick, and my consulting producer, Lauren Zelaznik. To find more Pushkin podcasts, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Joel Stein, and this is Story of the Week. What have you pretended to be? When I met my wife, she was a big surfer, and she asked if I surfed, and I was, I was trying to do a joke about surfing the internet or something, and of course it got carried away. <laughs> so for the first couple of dates, she was talking to me about rip curls, and you know, I had no idea what she's talking about. I can't swim. So there had to be a point where I had to come clean and say it was a misunderstanding. How did that go over? It was fine. Yeah, I guess so. If you're married, you're about to have a baby any second. Literally any, any minute now. Well, I'm going to just keep you on because it would be so exciting for us if someone gave birth during our podcast. We need a ratings boost. I said to my wife, I'm recording something. Only come in if your water is broken. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 